Hey, my name is Philia, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Yemi. Hey, guys. Welcome to Treading Treading Faith. Faith. Treading Faith is a weekly podcast dedicated to diving into the deep end of open, honest, fun, and sometimes difficult conversations that surround everyday life and our faith walk with Christ. I always say faith cannot rely on the wisdom of men, but only in the power of God. Talking about the wisdom of men, Yemi, what are we discussing today? Well, we are in the season of Unlocking Wisdom, where we examine the book of Proverbs, which is designed to communicate foundational truths in order to give us guidance for living a successful life through the wisdom and knowledge of God. Today, we're talking about the wisdom of submission to God's sovereignty. Now, we are in the book of Proverbs, chapters 9, 10, 16, 19, and 21. I know it seems like a lot, but I'll just be reading a couple of verses from each book. Proverbs 9, verses 10 to 11. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. For by me, your days will be multiplied, and years of life will be added to you. Proverbs 10, 3. The Lord will not allow the righteous to hunger, but he will reject the craving of the wicked. Proverbs 10, 29. The way of the Lord is a stronghold to the upright, but ruin to the workers of iniquity. Proverbs 16, 7. When a man's ways are pleasing to the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. Proverbs 19, 21. Many plans are in the man's heart, but the counsel of the Lord will stand. Proverbs 21.1, the king's heart is like channels of water in the hands of the Lord. He turns it wherever he wishes. Amen. Amen. Yes. So these, (laughs) all of these scriptures has to do with God's sovereignty. And I think it's very important that we acknowledge that God is sovereign. I think sometimes we say like, we believe in God, we follow the wisdom and knowledge of God and Christ as our Lord and Savior, but are we really practicing knowing him as sovereign? Patilia, what does sovereignty mean to you? Um, Sovereignty means to me um, the idea that um, it's like absolute, all empowering. So if we see God as um, governing or having sovereignty over us, that means that everything that we do is in him. Everything that we do cannot happen without him. Everything that we do, we must completely rely on him in order to get through. Amen. I 100% agree with you. I think that God is king, ruler over (laughs) Over everything. everything. Every and anything I say belongs to God. Like all of this is his. He was before my beginning. He will be after my ending here. He's before time. He's the end of time. He is everything. And I think sometimes we think about sovereignty in terms of like nations and maybe like presidents and kings, and we submit to those rulers, right? Like we, in this country, we submit to the rulers of our what political party, whoever's in office, we follow their lead. Right. Some badly <laughs> uh, right. and some kind right. of for our benefit. I don't really think anything is fully for our benefit. Right. That's why it's important to know that God is sovereign and follow his will and his way because that is for our benefit according to his will and his purpose. Correct. Right. And I think sometimes we say God is sovereign, but we don't really believe it because we don't fully (laughs) trust him. Right. right? Like I know personally, I question God a lot. This week I've been questioning God and I've been 
angry (laughs) (laughs) about certain situations when I have to think about my life and the things that I desire and I don't have it, I kind of question God, like, why not me? Why not now? What is my future? What is my destiny? As much as I hold on to hope for a future, it's hard when you're faced with reality and time, right? When you feel like your time has run out, that you can't do things, that you're not going to be able to achieve something, that you're stuck in a position. What if I can't do? I, you know, you know, I, I'm the queen of what if I can't, not if what if I can. And so even though I want to submit to God's sovereignty, I find it hard to trust. Do you struggle with trusting God? I actually um, don't struggle with trusting God because there, I have too many examples of uh, the times that I did leave things in his hands and it actually worked out in my benefit. I think that for me, it's like I I literally feel like I've been able to manifest the things that I actually want. And I don't feel like I asked for a lot, but the things that I've asked for, I feel like I've been seeing them. So there's never really a situation that has happened in the past couple of years that makes me feel like, okay, it's not going to be okay. I think I I carry around this energy that God is not going to allow this bad thing to happen to me. Not because bad things don't happen to good people, but I just really truly feel like I'm in my time of of really, uh, of abundant blessings. I feel yeah. like, like I'm really favored and not because, oh, someone else is not favored over me. I just think that everyone has their time. And I think for me, my time is now and all the things that I used to struggle with, they don't feel like a struggle anymore. So sometimes it almost seems like a joke because it's like, really? It was that easy? That's interesting. But I think that's the way God works. It might seem like a struggle. And then when it's your time, it's like, ah, So that's it. Simple, just like that. And that's how I feel. It's like literally just like that. So because of that, there's a part of me that wants to take advantage. Like, hey, just in case this thing runs out, (laughs) let me get everything I want now. (laughs) Or just continue to trust God because it will, your time will come. And for me, uh, I remember uh, there was a a friend of mine that, that asked, you know, for a loan. And I just said, look, I'm traveling next week, you know, so I just need it back at least by then. And she's like, oh, God bless you. She's like, I'm so happy you are living your life. So it goes to show that people have noticed that I have not, you know, but it's almost like people are starting to acknowledge, like, I'm just so happy for you. You're really living life the way you want to, or we, I see that you're happy and you're doing, you're actually doing the things that you want. Because I think for a long time, I've not done the things that I wanted to do. I did things for everyone else, but myself. So to actually have someone acknowledge that and multiple people from different walks of my life, see the same thing. That's all part of the glory. I mean, God's glory is good. He says, my ways are not your ways, yeah. right? He says, lean not on your own understanding. Mm-hmm. These are the things that the Bible says, because sometimes we as humans get so stuck in what we desire right. and what the world says that we should have and when we should have it, that we forget that God's timing is important. Yes. Now, when you weren't at this stage, mm-hmm. were you questioning God like okay. before that? Yes, definitely question God because I said, God, you know, I am kind to others. I've been good and I'm not perfect. And yes, there might be things that maybe, you know, obviously I've sinned about, but not consciously. Why is it that I'm going through this? Why am I going through these horrible relationships? Why do I keep picking the men who don't treat me well? Why 
am I in this financial situation when I've done nothing but work hard all of my life? So yes, I definitely questioned God and I just didn't understand where my friends and my family members and my peers felt, it felt like they were flourishing. And I'm like, but they're not smarter than me. They're not <laughs> more educated or they don't have the, uh, the kind of job that I have. Or, you know, why is it that they get this? So I, I don't know if there was a sense of envy or jealousy, but definitely I felt victimized. I felt like the victim and I felt like everything wrong can be wrong and happen to me. I didn't feel like I was blessed. I just felt like everything bad just keeps happening. But I also feel like because I felt like that, I attracted that. I did not feel like if I, yes, because I do think you attract certain things. And I also believe that that is all power of the tongue. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. So I said these things. I thought these things. I lived these things. These things became my destiny. And I'm like, no, you have to rebuke them. And that's why it's important to rebuke all of these false motives about yourself. Because I think that, and, and even about others, because if you have that power to manifest the things that you truly want, one, you have to think them, then you have to say them, you have to profess them, but you also have to believe in them. Mm -hmm. And I think all of that is, is how you triangulate what faith is, is that to me exemplifies what true faith is. It's not just saying it, it's also professing it. It's also believing it. It's also living it. You can't have all of that. And then, and then, and then say you have faith. Delia, you said so many important things. I mean, it's hitting home because for me, I'm in the season where I'm like, why not me? Mm -hmm. Right. And I think I, I, I'm focused on the world and I'm focused on the things that people say. Like I'm constantly reminded that I don't have certain things. I'm constantly reminded that I, I'm not married, that I don't have kids. And it's almost like there's something wrong with me because I don't have it. And that's the message that I get from the world. And maybe I do believe it, right? Like maybe that's what I, you know, people profess that into my life. And then I accept that and I accept that something is wrong with me. And so that becomes my destiny. And as much as I try to change that, it's I'm still in this world, right? So even if I shut out social media, so I'm not focused on what everybody else is doing, there are going to be people in my family who are going to call me and tell me that I'm doing something wrong. And and I know they're not saying you're doing this wrong, Yemi. And I know what they're saying is out of love, but it hits like you're doing it wrong. You're not doing this right. You're not on time. You're you're you failed. Everything sounds like I'm a failure. So I've accepted that I'm a failure and I struggle with God because I'm just like, why am I in this position? And it's not that I'm not grateful. I want to say that I'm very grateful for the blessings that God has given me because for the grace of God, I look at other people and I'm like, wow, you know, at least that that's not me. And I, and I don't want to say that my blessing is in comparison to someone else's, but I know what I have in my life and I'm grateful for it. It's just that I know that I want more and I don't have it and I don't know how to achieve it. And I'm constantly reminded that I don't have it. And so I want to attract and I want to manifest these things, but I think that does take trust. And I do think, like you said, it triangulates into that faith because to accept that God is sovereign, that he's all knowing, that his wisdom, that even if his ways are not my ways, even if his time is not my time, even if my own understanding of the world says that I'm behind, I should trust in him. If I am saying, I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord, plans to give you hope in a future and prosper you and not to harm you. Why don't I take that? Why is it that when the world tells me like, you suck, 
(laughs) You don't have this. Why don't you have this? What's wrong with you? Like all these things that come crashing down and, and barrels down on my insecurity. And then I have to be either angry or recluse. I don't know how to get out of that. And I want to trust God and I want to trust his timing, but maybe I struggle with his sovereignty. And I think it has to do with the world. Like we're so focused on the world. Like we give people props for achieving things and not giving God props, right? Like if somebody has a scientific breakthrough, right? Mm -hmm. We say, oh my God, they're so smart. We give them an award, right? right? (laughs) Right. We're giving them all these awards, but we forget that God is in control, right? right? Like it's the timing of it. It's Mm -hmm. the necessity of it. It's God who gives you the wisdom to achieve it. And I think as humans, we kind of struggle because we like autonomy, right? Mm -hmm. We also like to say that, We're in control of our destiny, or at least the world tells us, right? Like we make the decisions. So how do we reconcile that, Philly? How do we reconcile like having free will and saying that God is control? I think we reconcile, and that's such a great question, um, Yemi. Um, I think before I answer that, I think of people who sometimes it becomes so cliche when people are accepting their Academy Awards. And first of all, (laughs) I want to thank God because without him, none of this is possible. They all say the same thing. It's like, uh, rolling rolling your eyes. Like they all say, can't you say something else? But if you think about it, and this, of course, I used to feel like this before I became a Christian. It was just like, of course, that's what you're going to say. But when you actually truly believe it, it's like, that is the only thing you need to say. And then you can thank everyone else because these people who are saying this truly also believe these things. I mean, for the most part, you would hope that they do, but I believe they do. And you're right. When they take autonomy and forget God in the plan, it's almost scary when I'm around them because I'm like, you are here taking all these accolades and you're not even thanking God to to have the life. The, The minute you're able to breathe. That means you have an opportunity to affect change. Every day you wake up, every day you have all of your facets, every day you, you, you're not, you know, disabled every day you have your, your willpower, you're able to affect some type of change. You're able to impact change. And I think for me, how you reconcile this is to start to be afraid of I'm not going to say God's wrath, but to listen to the word and understand why the word is important. Yeah. That's what it is because you can't operate out of fear. I think that you should operate out of respect. Ooh. That's what it is. Ooh. Right. So respect God. Don't fear him. Respect him. Respect his authority. Respect his all empowering sovereignty. That is how we gain what we need from God because he's already there. He's already doing it. He just wants us to meet him and acknowledge that he's there. Um, It reminds me of uh, the Proverbs (laughs) 19.21. Many plans are in the man's heart, but the counsel of the Lord will stand. Mm. It's like God's wisdom will lead you, right? Like I can have all these plans for myself and desires, but it's what God wills for my destiny. But at the same time, I'm like... But, you know, you hear, like you said, people will make these speeches and they'll say, I'll thank God. And then you'll have everybody who will like, Snoop Dogg, first of all, I like to thank me <laughs> for believing in me. <laughs> and we know, we feel that, right? right we feel right, that right. there are people who told, doubted us. There right. are people who spoke negatively in our life and we overcame. And sometimes you forget that God moves in silence right. for us in right. our life. Right. 
If we are really attuned to God, we would know that he doesn't really move in silence, mm-hmm. but we live in a world where we're so focused, focused right, on always. our individuality and what we achieve compared to others. I think we just need to really break out that mindset and focus on God and what God has planned for you. And I'm not saying that we should just lay back and let God do the work because mm-hmm. I've been there where like I'm like, God, you just do it. Mm-hmm. And nothing has come. And I'm like, well, maybe that's not the formula I need to do, right? Because he says he established the footsteps of the righteous. But that means you have to take steps. Right. You have to actually do something for him to establish your ways. You can't just say, God, you do it. He counts on you to meet him in a, in a part way. Not halfway, not 90% of the way, just part way. He probably just wants you to do 10% of the work. And, and, and the idea of like free will and God's sovereignty doesn't mean that you, you don't have the, I don't have the ability to choose because you can choose poorly and there could be negative consequences, right? I'm not going to say what God has for you, you won't get, but maybe it comes later, right? Maybe the death, it maybe doesn't come in the form that you desired because you didn't do the thing. So God wants to have an expected end, right? How you get there might have something to do with what you do and the, the right. choices that you make. But God has an expected end for you because he has a purpose for your life. And hopefully it won't come out of consequences because right. he can use those. He can use your negative situations for that. Around, yeah. And I want to trust in God's sovereignty. I do. I do believe in God's sovereignty. That's why even in my head when I, when people are speaking negative, I have to remember to rebuke it. I have to remember to say, I know the plans I have for you, says right. the Lord. Not my mom, not my dad, not my sister, not Instagram, not, you know, not people who like, not my cousin, like all these people who say these things that make me feel bad about myself. I have to be like, no, he doesn't want to harm me. He has hope in the future. I just don't know how to get there. (laughs) I don't know how to get to the other side. You you know, Yemi, when you said that, all I could envision is getting to a road where there's a fork, a fork in the road, and you go left, you're still going to get to your destination. You just don't know what that route is going to be. And if you go right, you're still guaranteed to get to your destination, but you don't know what that route is going to be. But so I feel like that with God. He still has his plans for you. You will get there, but he also gave us free will. So it's like, you're going to get there, but if you take this road, it's just might just take a little longer. You're going to go through all these hills, valleys, treacherous bumps. You might fall into sand pit. I might throw a twig so you can come out of it or something, right? (laughs) Or you can go this road where it would be less treacherous. A lot of people have not traveled it, but it is your path. At the end of the day, you're still going to get there. And when you say that, it's like, have that faith that God is still going to execute and just ask and pray for discernment so you don't make the choices to go in the road that's less traveled. (laughs) Right. I don't I don't want a a bumpy path. I don't want to struggle. Right. right. But mm-hmm. in this life, God says that that produces perseverance. Right. Um, so I know there's going to be trials and tribulations, right? Like nothing is easy. I just wish that things were very uh <laughs> clear. Right. You had me. the crystal ball. <laughs> and I think that's what submitting to God's sovereignty is like even right. if we don't know the reason why we can say like, well, it's for my good. Right. 
And, and even if you're like, it doesn't feel like it's for my good, trust that his will is for your your good. Even if it seems like what's happening in your life is not great. Because remember, we have choices and some things are completely and totally out of our control, but other things we can control. Right. And what we can control, we should try. Right. But still submit our plans to God submit, because yes. it is his way. It is right. his will. These two other Proverbs that I really think is important to touch on. One is, uh, when a man's ways are pleasing to the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. Mm. So if you're traveling the, wo- the road less traveled mm-hmm. because you have free will. Even if you submit those steps to God, like, God, I'm trusting you. I surrender to right. you. This is, this is hard. Every day you're praying and thanking God and you're communi- communing with God. No matter what's on that road, mm-hmm. people will be admire you. People will be like, wow, you took the road less travel, mm-hmm. but I see what God is doing for you. Right. It's almost like what you're saying. Like people are supporting you in this season where you're enjoying yourself, that mm-hmm. you're more relaxed, that you're appreciating things, that things are coming to you abundantly, that you're manifesting what you want in life. Because maybe when you were on the the road before and you were like, oh, this is so hard and everything is going, you still submitted that to God. You still said, you know what, I'm going to trust in the Lord. And I think when you made that that decision to surrender, he took all of that, all of that, shook it together and made everyone admire who you are. Like he will set a place for you at the table of your enemy. Hmm. So it's like, no matter what happens, God is still in control. And I love that. And I love to be like, I don't care if I have ops because they will even (laughs) admire my hard work. Like think about like Beyonce, right? Right. I talk about Beyonce a lot. (laughs) Think about like Beyonce, all the people Mm -hmm. who don't like, I don't understand the hive, who say all these things about Beyonce will always say that she's a hard worker, right? They'll never take that away from her. And I think that's what God is saying. Like if you submit to his sovereignty, no matter what happens, people cannot take away the plans that I have for you. People cannot take away the rewards that I have for you. People cannot take take the desired and expected good end that I have for you. And then another, another one is, and I think this is really important because we submit to the rule of like our leaders, but they have to also submit to God. Absolutely. Okay. So Proverbs 21, one says the mm-hmm. King's heart is like channels of water in the hands of the Lord. He turns it wherever he wishes. Now I remember in like the beginning of the Bible, like Genesis, when you're thinking about like Pharaoh and God says, um, God hardened his heart. Mm-hmm. When I heard that, I was like, I can't believe God would do something like mm-hmm. that. But because no matter what, you have free will. God can change the circumstances for an expected end. He can make things away, right? He wanted it to be like, all right, I need for you to let my people go. And I asked you more than once and you said no. So I'm going to make it more More difficult difficult. so that you can see my hand. Because sometimes we don't really believe in God's sovereignty unless we see see the consequences of not obeying him, not submitting to him. And I also think about like the battles of the Bible where like when we cover that, a lot of times God would say to people, hold up. (laughs) (laughs) You can't take all of those people into battle because they're going to say it's them. 
So uh, I need you to come with like five people, so right, two seven, people, <laughs> half of that, a third of what you right. have so they can give me glory and honor. Uh, because God wants so to smart. be be respected. He right. wants to be worshipped. He wants to be loved right. because he loves us. Everybody wants to love and be loved in return. Mm. And God loves us so much. So if we submit to his sovereignty, mm. if we submit to his His will, not only will he establish us, our paths, but he can change everyone around you to support yes. you. Anyone who spoke negatively into your life, they can see what God does. And then maybe that will help them worship God. Maybe that will help them believe in God. Because I tell you, Celia, your testimony always helps me feel better. Because sometimes I be like, God, this, this, we not, we not, we're beefing right now. And it's not, it's not looking good. (laughs) It's not good looking good for our relationship. And then he reminds me that he is sovereign and that he can make anything work for my good, anything. And I have to trust and believe in him. Oh, that's good. Amen, sis. Well, I thoroughly enjoyed this session. I hope you all enjoyed it as much as Yemi and I did. We hope you enjoyed this discussion on the wisdom of submission to God. Stay tuned for our announcements and our closing prayer. Thank you for tuning into our podcast today. We hope you enjoyed our discussion on unlocking wisdom. Treading Faith is available on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Please check out our Instagram page for updates. And if you like us, just spread the word, spread the news, and follow us. Click that like button and then comment and share with your family, your friends, and your neighbors alike. Now, if you haven't done so already, we are continuing to fill our jars of joy with a note, a scripture, a prayer, or simply something that God has done for you. It's never too late to start. Now, let us join together in prayer because we believe in the power of prayer. God desires that we come to him and be restored back into his grace and favor. Isaiah 55 11 says God's word does not come back void. Since our prayers are strengthened in numbers, we ask that you come into agreement for us for this closing prayer. Heavenly Father, you are the author of righteousness, and in your righteousness, you are all wise, all loving, and all just. Heavenly Father, we know that you are sovereign over all things and that you are at work in the world to bring forth salvation and righteousness according to your perfect plan. Father God, we know that all things are only possible through you, Father God. And we know that without you, nothing is possible. Jesus, you hold all things together. You are the creator of all things. Everything belongs to you and is under your authority. You are almighty. You are our fortress and you hold us together. So thank you. Thank you that before even the creation of the world, out of your great love, that you sovereignly chose us to be your children. We know that love is therefore not contingent on our thoughts and our deeds, that your love is unconditional and is unchanging. Father God, your infinite power, your sovereignty, your knowledge, all work together for the goodness. We are humbled that we know and we are loved by you. So thank you for revealing yourself to us 
and drawing us to your eternal kingdom. Father God, we know that you are in complete control and that your plan will always, always come to pass. So thank you. Thank you for always being good. Father God, direct your people, direct us for our actions according to your will, bringing good from evil to the glory of your name. Father, we thank you because we are not worthy of you. But Father, we know that you are our end all. You are powerful over every living thing on this earth. So Father God, you have the power to come into our hearts, into our minds, into our souls, to take over, Father God, so we can continue to relish in your glory. We can continue to come to you when we are in doubt. We can come to you when we are in pain. We can come to you when we are in happiness, Father God. Father God, we are nothing without you. So we thank you. We thank you because we are not worthy of you, Father God. But Father God, we pray that we continue to do things that are worthy. We pray that we continue to do things that are pleasing to you, Father God. Father, please continue to forgive us for our sins, for we do not know. But as we know, we are held accountable for the things we know. And we know that the Holy Bible, Father God, that you have given us is everything there that we need to be on the right side of you. Oh Lord, you are our strength and you are our redeemer. In Jesus' precious name, may we all continue to say, Amen, amen, and amen. We thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you thoroughly enjoyed it as much as we have. We can't wait for you to listen to it. I can't wait to see you next week for our Wisdom Wednesdays Live. But until then, please always remember to be kind to one another, be respectful, and be humble. We thank you, we love you, and we can't wait to see you. Bye.